It's the old Doctor Who show, episode number 76, Survival. Go forward in all your beliefs and prove to me that I am not mistaken in mine. You couldn't control my mind before, and you certainly can't control it now. Would you like a jerry, baby? The TARDIS, when working properly, is capable of many amazing things. The first polarity of the neutron flows, and the TARDIS should be free of the force field. Well, the TARDIS is more than a machine. It's a unity. It's like a person. The resulting reaction is fighting. Are you ready? Hey, all. Welcome to the, uh, hee-haw, <laughs> yee-haw. Hey, cowboys and cowgirls. Welcome to the old Doctor Who show, your classic tri-weekly Doctor Who review podcast. You're not going to throw me off by thro- saying online. I'm over that. This is the you last are. episode of the old Doctor Who show forever. You're pro now. We're, no. No, not forever. But it not is the forever. end of the first run. We went through 76 hours of us talking about Doctor <laughs> Who, which seems a little excessive. Yeah, I don't you know. I, I kind of apologize in, in retrospect, folks. We didn't realize how long this was going to go. <laughs> yeah, we hit the end of our run. So this is the last Sylvester McCoy story. Yeah. Uh, as well as the last of our round one. And then we're going to do the movie next. Uh, yeah. R.I.P. to our future double suicide, which I like the fact that we always talk about the double suicide on air, double suicide trademark. And then once in a while, people, <laughs> listeners will mention that or reference yeah. that in the thing. And now we kind of have to do it. Now we kind of have to. Like, we have to give you what you want. Yeah. So, that, oh, well. Now that would be the last episode. That Probably. I'm you not going to rule anything out. Is this, this is the last Sylvester McCoy story we'll do. We'll ever didn't do. We, didn't we do all of his stories? We did every Sylvester McCoy story, right? Did we do a Dalek story with him? No, can't remember. I mean, I don't think so. That's the only but one I mean, of everything that's available that we we nailed them all. So this might be the we, last one, right? What I was gonna say is we did everything on BritBox, but sometimes yeah. there's Dalek stories not on BritBox. So that's the only right. thing that I can think of that maybe we're missing a McCoy that's story. Nuts. But I don't no, even know. Did it? I don't we know. Did man. all of Colin? No, Colin Baker too, didn't we? We did. Every, we did pretty much once we got to Jeez. Colin Baker. We did everything yeah. you could do that was on BritBox, which is most things. Yeah, yeah. It's most okay. things. So when we go back through again, we're going to be uh, just doing all the real classic classics. Um, <laughs> real classic. Not, not this brand new yeah, classic. Classic, classic. classic. It's hard to call the 80s something uh, classic. Yeah. When and by the way, Dan, we, we did do a Dalek story called Remembrance of the Daleks. You just oh, yes. don't rem- You don't remember the Daleks. It was called Don't Remember the Daleks. <laughs> All right, let's get into this, because I don't think we have anything to review or talk no, about, no. right? But the only thing we're going to say is uh, you and I need to get our act together, and we'll let our all you folks know what we're going to do for the movie. Maybe we'll do something special. Maybe we'll just do a regular episode where we're reviewing the movie. But um, since it's, it'll be the last of the actual original eight doctors that would be pretty cool so we'll figure that out and let you know on twitter or on the show page etc yeah and i guess we should point out too by next show Mm -hmm. which is the movie we have to absolutely have our final list of what round two is by then and uh thank you to many of you have been posting in the comments like we we just have a we have a lot to go through yeah there's a lot we'll of people that have recommended anything from The Mutants. Uh, I know Planet of Spiders, that's come up a bunch, so we'll figure it out. Indeed. Yep. But until then, 
Let's talk about survival. Okay. All right. Why don't you hit the button? Let's do that. <laughs> oh, sure. Okay. Is that what we're There are worlds out there where the sky is burning, where the seas asleep, and the rivers dream. People made of smoke and cities made of song. Some of there's danger, some of there's injustice. Somewhere else the tea's getting cold. Come on, Ace. We've got work to do. This is Survival. This is the final story of the 26th season. Uh, it takes place in 1980. It doesn't. It also takes place. It's all in 1989. Both taking place and when it was filmed. The Doctor takes Ace to Perryvale in 1989 so she can catch up with some of her friends, only to find they've stumbled onto the set of a prequel to Sleepwalkers by Stephen King. After trying in vain to find most of her friends, she discovers that many have gone missing much like she did. The Doctor puts the clues together and somehow realizes that the feral cats must have something to do with it. So after getting snatched up by a cheetah on horseback and transported to a dying planet, Ace gets to meet the Doctor's BFF, the Master, along with a bunch of the surviving missing teens. Everyone gets the feline virus, gets all animal-like, and it all works out in the end. Uh, this one was uh, written by Rona Monroe, who wrote this, and then uh, a new Who, Light Eaters, which is a doc- uh, Capaldi Doctor Who. Um, it was also co-written by uh, Andrew Cartmel, who's the script editor, directed by Alan Waring, who did uh, Greatest Show in the Galaxy and Ghost Light, and produced by JNT. Eric. Question. Uh, so you said Light Eaters? I don't remember yeah. that story. It is one with uh, Capaldi and Bill, and uh, it's the one where he's playing a guitar. Well, that could be... That, no, was the last se- that was the very last season then, right? No, because the last season was... How long uh, was Bill on it? I don't remember. For two, two seasons? seasons? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Anyway. That so doesn't that's matter. That. It's fine. Which is kind of cool, because then we have one from uh, Old Who and New Who, uh, from the same writer. So, Eric, forget all that stuff. What do you think about Survival? Survival! Um... What did I think More importantly, what am I? I think I like. I think I like survival. I think I rather enjoyed survival. I, it was a. It's a simple story, sort of. I mean, there's nothing too complex about it, and I feel like that's one of its strengths. It's uh, mm-hmm. well, I, it's simple in quotes, but I mean, you have these sort of cat people, which immediately made me think of the film Cat People. Have we talked about the film Cat People? I, I saw the film so, but... Cat People. <laughs> Uh, with my father and his girlfriend at a very young age uh, and it was totally inappropriate and if you know anything about the film cat people from what I remember is uh, people have sex with each other and then they turn into cats and some guy is so into the woman and he knows that she's going to become a panther but he has to have her and he ties her up with ropes and, and something and, and, and it's a I was too young to be watching it with my dad and his girlfriend, but I think it, it went on to inform <laughs> exactly who I am. So in my head, I was just thinking, oh, this is, this is cat people. And I started to have, you know, a, uh, sweating from my forehead and having bad dreams. Uh, but yeah, speaking of which, Cat People, the movie, is also features a song by David Bowie, and we get a David Bowie t-shirt in this. So that was a nice little connection one of the uh the the kids in the perryvale gang is wearing a david bowie shirt i don't know if you picked up on that you're really diving into the details yep, but i feel like that was a direct <laughs> thing paul schrader also did uh you know he wrote taxi driver and then he he directed that movie the canyons with um uh what's her face 
the one the Are woman the that's ruined podcast? her face what happened i don't know it says it says the um yeah we're just gonna go all over the place dan i yes I thought it was a fine story. I thought, I thought it was a fine story. I liked the cat makeup. Okay. I thought the doctor by part three was a little odd. And I don't know if that was because in the world of the story, the planet sort of uh, makes you into a cat. You know, you sort of sort of become uh, taken over by the power of the planet or whatever. And there's like a scene later part three we're jumping all the way to the end but uh ace is already starting to exhibit her own felines you know eyes and she's got the michael jackson they must have had a, a sale on the michael jackson contact lenses uh which now you can probably get for for a steal um so she's she's like sort of cat-like and she's at the water and the doctor's like pacing around and he's he was acting kind of creepy and weird do you remember that part Seems I mean, kind of dark. Generally, what you're talking about that he felt a little off towards the end, but okay. Yeah, like his character, it was like I don't know if it was menacing is the wrong word, but I, it was hard to figure out like what his angle was, the doctor's angle was. To me, I just thought it was that he knew what was happening to them, and that the longer they stay there, the more danger they were going to be in. Yeah, I guess so. I so mean, the doctor was... spends all this was while I like this this story. This is not my favorite. Uh, uh, Sylvester McCoy ace story and the reason was I felt like a lot of this there's a lot of I feel like episode two there was so many so much chasing of the cat people and the teenagers like it just goes on for a long long time and was almost like too long and then there's the scene where the doctor's like stop moving yeah, that, that was and that one, goes on for a long time. And that was the scene that bothered me the most about him at that point. Everyone else at that has decided they've had enough, and whether it's the wrong thing to do or, or not, they they all decide to start fighting back, and they pick up rocks and they start throwing them. And Ace goes and tackles someone. Yeah, she, and I thought she was going to steal friend. the horse, but she didn't. It's, yeah, well, but 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 the they're they're all in action and trying to change the situation. And the doctor maybe rightly says, you know, stand still. Um, First of all, I thought it was because they were, they kept saying that if you run, they're going to chase you and and uh, you know play with their food and 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 um, and get you. But uh, if you stand still, maybe they'll leave you alone. But I think it was also that if you start actually fighting back and giving in to that instinct, then you're actually going to um, turn into the, the cheetah eyes, old cheeto face. Well, what um, what so do you I don't know what he was going doing there, but it just felt so out of place. And and like you said, it went on forever, where he's just like kind of waving his arms and just like, everyone stand still and just not being very authoritative or doctor like. Yeah, this all. is probably me reading too much into it, but go for it. It felt like he was bored <laughs> as an actor a little. Oh, oh, okay. Like yeah, it seems like there's maybe. a couple times he felt like he was sort of go- phoning it in, you know. There's not a whole lot going on in this story to be honest. So, especially after some of the other ones where where we've had to try to go back and explain the plot to each other because it didn't make sense on a first pass. This one was just really straightforward. There wasn't a whole lot of anything going on under the surface here. It just was kind of the story is what the story is. Right. Yeah, and I was trying to get to get at that point. It's very sort of simple in its ex, you know, as far as the level. It's not convoluted. It's like, you know, they get stuck. There's a planet of cats. Uh, for some reason, they, they could leave the planet. And get their and bring their prey home the way a, a cat would bring back a canary or whatever, and sure. the master gets stuck there, and so he wants to get out. And he knows the doctor will figure it out, right? Yeah. Essentially, yeah. Um, I mean, but what did I you think? 
was it the master's plan to get the doctor? I don't think. Well, I think that yeah, the master gets stuck on the planet, right? He can't get out. Um, but he when he he's able to sort of mind link with these creatures and the kitlings, the the kitlings, like the the they're almost like vultures or whatever, and they can go to other worlds and they can and he's able to see through their eyes. And then once he gets the, uh, I I took it as him sort of not necessarily luring the doctor there, but he's trying to bring the doctor there because his plan is the doctor's going to figure it out, which he does. And then the master takes that information and uses it to escape the planet. See, I could, that makes sense. Once the doctor is there, the master's going to try to use him to figure out how to get off the planet. But I don't see how it's possible he could have counted on the doctor showing up at any point. Yeah, Um, I mean, I guess he, he he, he is seeing through the cat's eyes, seeing the cat eat right. humans on Earth, which is known to be the doctor's hangout. Yeah, but the doctor just would... Yeah, okay. But right? the fact that the doctor would show up in Perryvale at that time because Ace wanted to go there, I don't really see how the Master's plan could possibly have worked. Like, how, what was his plan? Just to, to wait on this planet that's dying... It's starting to blow up because everyone's fighting. Right. Well, he's got no so choice. So he's just going to wait there right? until the planet blows up or until the doctor happens to wander across well, Perryvale think, in 1989? Yes. I, I mean, I think he's stuck okay. on the planet. He's going to die no matter what. So whatever he can use, he's going to use. And he happens to see the doctor. Because ha- I think so, the, the, so cat, the cat, the cat, the doctor go back and forth. So the No, I get that. But he just... It is literally... He just happens to see the doctor. If the doctor hadn't gone to Perryvale at that time... The master was going to just die. Like yeah, or no find so, right, or find someone else that he could exploit. Yeah, but you know he's seeing through these cat eyes, and then when he sees the doctor, he's like, "I got to get the doctor here." Sure, sure. I get that. Right. Once, once the doctor comes into the story, I see what the master is doing. I don't. I what I guess I'm questioning is what was the master's plan? Had the doctor not shown up at the exact right time in this very deus ex machina sort of way yeah i mean i think he was just stuck he was just stuck on the planet and needed to find something you know some of these times like oh well he there's a distress call and of course the doctor's gonna come blah 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 blah, blah. but that wasn't this yeah it was just the the, that ace wanted to go check on her friends she didn't necessarily even want to go to the planet the doctor said okay let's just go to earth i don't know that's the only part of it that that didn't really have any logic to it well you didn't need to have the master in this story at all no you really didn't really yeah but what did you what did you think i we haven't talked oh gotten your opinion yet um overall i i like the story i think the first two parts were probably better than the way that it kind of ended up um but i like seeing uh the continuation of this relationship between between ace and the doctor is fantastic i thought the opening was really creepy that we have the unseen, you know, you see that well, the guy with the, the stone, animation. the stone washed jeans. Guy, <laughs> yeah, you see the guy washing his car with the stone washed jeans, and you see the uh, the animatronic cat on the wall, which looked horrible, but still set the tone really well. Yeah, that was that, that was that pretty funny. Shot that's kind of, I guess, maybe a crane shot coming up above the street level, so you have no idea what's happening. Like, did that cat turn into a giant were cat, or you have no real right. concept except this guy's freaked out and scared. I do like that twice. Um, these young guys are getting chased by what we find out to be cheetahs on horseback, and they're the ones that run away and twist their ankles and fall and get snatched up, as opposed to women. It was a nice kind of role reversal. Yeah, uh, there was a lot of cool things like that that as far as reversals, like you saw Midge. Yeah. That guy sucks. Um, So you get Midge 
It just has a guy. He sucks. The character. Yes. The actor was did a good job playing a yeah, sucky dude. Um, but I liked the, you know, you see his reaction to finding a wounded cat. And he kills him. And then you get immediately you, you go back back and forth with Ace's reaction to seeing, you know, a wounded uh, animal. And she gives it water and tries to take care of it. And it's like the right. juxtaposition but the two the two things but also you know to your point with the women sort of it's it's i can't remember the character's name it's ace and her friend the long-haired woman shrila they sort of take over leadership of their little band Band of 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 lunatics and uh, teenagers in the in the woods whereas the the midge is very defeatist and like just kind of a jerk and the other guy has two lines the david bowie wearing t-shirt guy he's really just there Just to, there to get just hanging. What's his name? Do you even remember his name? I think that one's. Oh, it's either Derek or Stuart. Right. I don't he know. Has, he's matter. he's like you know. It literally doesn't matter. Yeah. The the women in this are much stronger, uh, character wise than than yes. any of the the male characters. But uh, yeah. So I mean, just just the the entire opening I thought was was pretty good. Um, there was the 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 moment of doctor the doctor buying cat food in the little store yeah where they're nice. going over all the marketing slogans and stuff right now apparently you know people who watched this at the time would recognize them but the, the two shopkeepers were uh, a comedy duo um making a guest appearance on the show mm-hmm. so that's why they're i thought that their back and forth banter was really good and that explains it so this is apparently hail and pace or pace and hail but that's the the comedy team sure. so that was c- kind of cool um, overall, the tone was great. I didn't really see it coming that they that they'd be <laughs> teleported to another planet, but I liked that and that the planet was so intrinsic. They were all intrinsically part of the planet. The beings that lived there and the planet kind of responded to them. So if they're fighting, the whole planet's kind of dying and falling apart. And after ages of of warring, um, it's it's frayed at the edges and about to explode. That was kind of cool, and that the people that were there started. That's how they kind of transformed into these cheetah people. Because the doctor mentions he's heard of them before, doesn't know anything about them. And it's because they're, they're not necessarily their own race. They're a race that kind of evolves after being in contact with the planet. So I thought yeah, a I lot didn't of the ideas were cool. Yeah, I didn't understand that part too much. Um, the doctor doesn't know a lot about him, but he does know a lot about him too, right? Cause he well, he knows... figures it out once he's there. Well, but he's like, these are vulture-like. Like he knows sort of the whole hierarchy the for the yeah. little cats and, and whatever. So I was like, yeah. well, maybe you know a little bit more about these than you're letting on, Doctor. Well, that's that's his M.O. most of the time, anyway. Right. I mean, the fact that Ace even called him out in the previous story was was kind of good. Uh, but like you said, the, the, the main part I had a problem with, besides, obviously, the Master's plan not really making much sense until it did, um, but that uh, the, the chasing back and forth was just so much. The These menacing cheetah... And I guess they just kept explaining it with like their cats and they're playing with their food, but like everyone should have just died. <laughs> the a doctor thousand even times. throws like catnip at one point to the. Yeah, it, it's absolutely <laughs> it's, ridiculous. It does some that, juggling. I, some light it, juggling. I think it's part of yeah. He was juggling. It was part of the part of the direction maybe, but just these cats kind of like circling everyone and making like pawing motions at the air three feet away from the people, and it's not menacing at all. Right, and they should have been like anyone's in danger. They what? should have been on roller skates. Absolutely. Like if you just reshot this whole episode, but all of the cats were on roller skates, I think so, then you'd have you'd have something. Yes, a, a combination of Andrew Lloyd Webber's two greatest musicals, Cats and Starlight Express, exactly. and that would have been kind of the perfect. <laughs> and there is they they did speaking of that, there was that Cats. Yeah, there was. Poster, the cats poster like, in the background. Was like, eh, eh, eh? 
Yeah. Yeah. A little on the nose. Um, but yeah, overall, it was a fine story. It's kind of, to me, like a disappointing way to end. Yeah, this is um, not a good final doctor story for Sylvester McCoy, although it, it was, I don't know if, if they knew it was over when they did the uh, ADR audio tag at the very end, or if that was just a they had that little bit, like, so the doctor and Ace is like, let's go back home to the TARDIS. Yeah. And they both look at the camera. And then you hear, <laughs> they like, wink. the doctor going, oh, we're going to see this and this and this. And then that sort of at least allows it to be the final. Yeah. It's not good, but at least they have that little thing to say, oh, there's all these adventures, even though you're not going to see us anymore. That's right. I, I, they didn't actually know that the show was over at the time they were making this, but they strongly had a sense. Right. And plus, if this is the last show of the season, they know that, yeah, right, they may not get picked up, so they have to sort right. of cover it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of like that little monologue at the end. Uh was kind of nice. I'm glad that they added that as opposed to just being like, oh, okay, where are we going to go next, Doc? Like, they, right. There's something more to it than that. Um, Cat people. Go? Oh, so the the other thing that was kind of crazy, the, just bonkers in this just story. The skin eating, all of the bones being picked and the skin eh. peeling away from the bones. That's totally fine. Oh, that's fine. Not typical Tuesday. All right. Um, the jousting on motorcycles. Yeah, into an explosion. Thing. And then it just explodes, and then the guy's human, right? He's, he blew he, out the animal nature of him. I guess, and then he just was told to die, so he did. But the doctor ends up on a discarded sofa and it didn't, yeah, pile that, of garbage. I, I did sort of introduce this by saying how it totally makes sense. But there are things that are like, what? And like Ace yeah. is almost becoming, you know, cat lady. And then right. he's like, well, if we go th- if we go through this portal that you can open, you may be stuck as a cat forever. And then she isn't. And it's like, okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> right, right. right? I thought there was going to be fine. much more... Of- yeah, a bigger consequence to it than that. But nope. she does say at the end that the planet, or he says it, one of them says, the planet is still with her. Like, it's still inside of her and part of her, and she liked that. Um, so I think that's kind of interesting that she has... Cat powers. Found more... <laughs> she's got cat powers now. Um, and how cool. did... That, speaking of the end, so the Doctor and the Master are fighting, right? And yeah. it goes... Switches... They, they go jump from Earth back to... Planet of the Cats. Catsylvania. Right? Yep. yep. And then the doctor is insisting that he can't fight because if we fight like animals, we are animals or something. Right, I don't right. remember. And then he's back on Earth. Yep. So what really, like, what was going on with that? And how did that trigger that he goes back to Earth? How did he even get triggered to go back to the planet? Because neither of them, that's their home planet. Like, it was kind of like, okay, well, you can leave the planet if you have the power of the cats but you're from another planet because the cats are can go leave to go home to go home that's how they're able to get right or leave or get back but the master can't leave because he's not a cat person but then he he has the powers powers he's He's well more advanced than ace ever was for sure yeah because he's got the eyes for a while and he didn't 
Right. So he didn't realize that that's how the cats, that that was what the cats were Yeah. Doing, Yet he I still guess? needs to, to capture Midge. He lassoed a cat. He lassoes yes. Midge, which was fun. I like that he, he, ta- sure, why not? he, he like got him on the old rope around your foot gag. And then he, you know, they have their S&M thing where he puts him on a, on a uh, leash, right? And they're yeah. going to go party. And he really didn't need him, right? I mean, I guess he could have just... Apparently, he wouldn't have. I mean... Well, I guess his brain is so complex, he was only 10% cat, whereas the other guy was stupid, and he was 80% cat. Yeah, but... Because right? he's like, he's Ace, long. the whole thing with Ace is yeah, that Ace, she was able to withstand right, it as well, because she had a strong sense. mind was the implication, but she was able to do that right. crossing and then, over. Then, but, to get, but to go jump back to it, so later on, the Doctor is on Earth with the Master, and then they go back to the planet of the cats. How did that happen? Because... I guess the do- the master triggered it, and then the doctor's able to get away, and then the master's still on the planet of the cats. Cats at the end of this. Yeah, sure. I don't remember. I don't know. I only watched the first episode, so. Do you remember the last time I remember? I, I'm saying I don't remember, and then I'm saying the last time I remember. But wasn't the master on a on a spaceship with like uh, uh, the Ronnie? Or something, and there was like uh, eggs hatching with tyrannosaurus. And <laughs> oh yes, right. Is that the right. last time we saw the master? I was trying to remember the last time we saw. I think that's right. They got they go spinning off into space, and the the dinosaur eggs eggs start hatching and move faster and faster, and they're evolving yeah, gets, and growing. And right. presumably they're going to get eaten by a T Rex. So sometime between then and this story, he ends up on this cat planet. Yep, and now he's still on the cat planet. I yes, I think he's we still guess. on the cat planet. Yep, it's all fine. Everything's fine. I did like the tripwire scene. So they they have like a little moment where Ace and her friend put like a stupid line between two, and yeah. the, there's like the cat on the horseback, like do 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 do, and then he just stops, and they have this shot that takes a, longer than you think of the nails coming out. And then, king, it just cuts the thing and just keeps walking forward. And you're like, all right, okay, sure. I mean, I, I liked that because it shows that the cats weren't just cuddly. Like, they actually had, the, you know, the teeth and the claws and everything. But it just makes the fact that no one really gets hurt seem so ridiculous. You know, the times they're, they're just playing with their food, fine. But they're still going to be using their claws and, and sweat. I don't know. It just seems so silly that no one got hurt. You know who we haven't talked about at all yet? The Sarge? The Sarge. I was hoping that he wasn't actually in the military. Yeah. That he was all pretend. Like I think he was all pretend. Well, he, wasn't he an actual Sarge? Well, no. I, think I mean, I know just, he's in he all this neighborhood some, watch that stuff, but... And he, I think that he went to, to do some weekend training or something. He went to survivalist class. Like, <laughs> okay, I, good. I think that was, that's the I was hoping that's where just, it was going to end up, and I was, you know, like I couldn't get into the real army or whatever. Yeah, um, that's what he, I took from it. He was yeah. wearing, he had the the yeah. chevrons or whatever on the side, so I was like, well, is he, is he, did they get, get there? I don't know. Army surplus. So you're saying what I wanted actually was the case. So that's the way I, I read should, it. I, I that's the way I chose shut. to read it. Yeah. 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 Um, yes, yeah, so we had the Sarge. Uh, the whole you know survivalist training thing. It was it was it was fine. Um, what did you think of him as a character? Was he was he useful in the story at all? In terms of not maybe necessarily the plot, but in terms of just I kept p- picturing him. Yeah, I kept picturing him as uh, Schillinger in the the prison drama Oz from HBO, if you're familiar with that. 
you know what I'm talking about? It's Vernon um, uh, Schillinger's the character's name, but it's played by J.K. Simmons. Who right, was right, in, right, right, right. Uh, Spider Man and a bunch of. This would have been better things. had it been J.K. Simmons. Yeah, so I to just say. kept yes. thinking, who's like this white supremacist evil character? <laughs> so I was just imagining him uh, also on Doctor Who. So it was weird. Now he was like, he was okay. There wasn't the really was much fine. to his character. At That's all. right. I mean, they yeah. play up the whole survival of the fittest and how that is not the right mentality because it leads to destruction and where you know that's the way the animal kingdom is but if you live that way you become an animal even though we're actually animals anyway so what's the big deal yeah and kind of like he didn't really feel like his whole thing too when he goes back to the planet everyone else sort of is like thanks ace and the doctor thanks ace and the doctor and then they keep cutting to him and he like doesn't accept that any of it happened right right what was that about i mean I think it was just to draw more about this character being kind of a phony and not really what he says he is, and he can't really even he's doesn't have the mental wherewithal to accept what happened. Yeah, I just felt like his his whole thing a whole lot didn't it. really go anywhere, and there was no yeah. like he didn't learn from and become a different person. Like it was just right. like he was he just, had no arc. It was yeah. stupid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, there were a couple of small things in here that I kind of liked. The you notice the doctor had his uh, pocket watch, his fob. Um, and he kind of was using that sort of like we'd use the Sonic now. He was using it to take readings of of the planet. Um, right. Different things. He's done that in previous stories as well. Um, so it's just interesting they kind of switched from uh, the Sonic being this thing. Like now, especially in the, the current Who, like it's just a little computer that can do anything he needed to. But he has this little pocket watch that's able to do that. Um, I told you it was a small thing, but it's a little thing. Also, he at one point, doesn't the Doctor... Is it the Sarge that he taps in the middle of his forehead and makes him like go yes. all spacey for a second? Yeah, and he and he says like because like sound effect, right? The Sar the Sarge says like you can a oh, finger can be used to kill someone or right. something stupid, and, and then he says something that same thing about one finger. I was like, yeah. what's that power? Well, right. I guess we have that power. Yeah, that's fine and all, but it's just like at this point in the story's run, maybe <laughs> for the last ep- for the last episode to all of a sudden add onto his power set. Oh, we could also fly. Yeah. I mean, just throw, throw something else in there. Um, and then the, the last thing I had that was, that was just a, a cool moment is uh, in the third episode of the story, Ace is trying to hold back her feral um, instincts and she wants to fight, mm-hmm. but she realizes if she does, she's going to give into it more. And at that time she has the, the doctor's umbrella and she has his hat on. So it's her looking like the doctor saying, I must not fight, I must not fight. I, I thought it was a really nice, like, moment right, she's, for her. She's becoming the doctor. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so all that fine. So that was kind of cool. And then she calls, you know, the TARDIS is her home was um, was a nice moment as well. So overall, I like what the story did. Um, there's just little bits and pieces in there that just, like, were, what? Or didn't really. I liked what, when, when the, there was cat on cat crime, like when the cats were attacking each other. And then the master is like, they'll turn on each other. That's not something stupid. And there's a lot of stuff that's just super heavy handed and just, like. This, the commentary that they're, they're trying to make yeah. about humans and, and animals was a bit much, I, I felt like, in some spots. Yeah. I was like, all right, okay. And then what happened the, later on? So this is the second chapter, third chapter, I don't remember, or episode. Mm-hmm. When a new guy pops in. So, like, this is the oh, yeah. scene it was the right man. before they start throwing the rocks. Yes. And he comes running because he's getting chased by cat people on horseback like Planet of the Apes 
and uh-huh, he they uh-huh. go right past the doctor and Ace and and the crew, and then he gets mauled. But the, no one stops. Like the doctor isn't like, oh, it's cool, you're okay. You just went through a traumatic, horrible thing where one minute you're on Earth and now you're in this cat. You're getting hunted for you know, for sport, and they just let him go and get mauled. Yeah. That nobody I, even acknowledges him. That he just—he's not like. If you—if you just all of a sudden popped into a cat planet, and and I saw a couple of kids, I'm afraid of teenagers normally. But I feel like if all of a sudden now I'm in a cat planet and there's teenagers, I may be like, "What is going? But, like, what, what? What is this place?" But he doesn't. He just runs no, and gets mauled. Runs to his death. Yeah. I don't know. I, it didn't really. Did we really need that to happen? I guess that was the the catalyst for them to all start fighting back. I so it guess, was, but you could have had another character do that just way. to give them lines, you know, or sure. something. Yeah, it was like that was just for nothing, and then it just went into this long scene of them throwing rocks and the, the Ace taking the cat off the horse and all this stuff to lead right. up to Ace's be friends. Uh, that other cat who ends up being a human that had turned into a cat. Right. Right. Her name was, I can't remember, uh, what was her name? Throw I don't know it at she me. actually, oh, no. Yeah, yeah she, she has a name. It's like Kara uh, or something. Kara. Kara, yeah. Kara. Which she may have been, was she one of the missing people on the poster in the first chapter? It didn't seem to be. Would have been a nice touch if they did that. I don't know if they did yeah. that. Um, but So I guess like these people have been going to Cat Planet and becoming cats and 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 my question became like okay well are the is the cat race even a race or is right. it all the original and cuz we to, we we see the archaeological remnants of their civilization the master does his little walk and talk and he's like these people created the cats and you're like oh well they're created a created race of cats that they thought they could control and it's planet of the apes and they've they've turned on their creators and all that kind of stuff but then you find out that no a human will evolve into these creatures so were they created by this rate previous race or are they just people that end up on this planet that evolve into cat people my my take on it was that the latter that People that beings that come there become part of the planet, and in so doing, become these then, cheetah cat. Right. Things. Then what is but the I master talking but they said about? about? The, the the master was talking about the kitlings were the things that the inhabitants trained. So the inhabitants train kitlings, yes, to do their bidding, yeah, and then they and then became cats, or as they were becoming cats, or after <laughs> they became cats, or <laughs> I don't know. He he wasn't very clear in his uh his his story. Right, and it, maybe it's my own problem because I'm so I got the Planet of the Apes on the brain, and you're thinking, oh, they they started working with cats, and then cats evolved, and then cats became um, superior, and then the cats took over. Right, right, but that's not really. I don't it. think it's, that's what happened. You're evolving into these cats. Yeah, but the kitlings are also cats because once you see a cat <laughs> on planet Earth. And then when you, when they, I think it's with Ace, when Ace first goes, or no, when the doctor, I'm sorry, when the doctor first goes, he's trying to lure the cat, uh, yeah. the black cat with the funny teeth. And then when it cuts over and him and, and Sarge are on the ground, so is a full grown cat person. It's not yeah. a little cat on the ground, it's a full grown cat person. So are the kitlings small cats that are also larger size? No, on their I home think it was planet? coincidence. 
That was, I don't think that was supposed to be the same cat. It must have been because it was on the ground in the same position. And it was like a hard cut from Earth where they're both facing each other to Cat Planet where they're both facing each other. Except it's now a full grown guy. And sometimes the cats can't walk. What was going on? I don't know. (laughs) Why did they want the water? What was going on with the water? I mean, that's where they're getting the nutrients of the planet that's changing them. Cat, like, yeah. Which and that and weird. Kira was a Kira that went into the water like yeah, face just, down and was going to drown herself. Down, like, yes, and then she got saved. That's when uh, Ace comes over and saves yeah, her. But then Ace, and then you're like, okay, well they're going to bond, and then you're going to see Mercy as the key. But that doesn't happen either because no. they only keep her alive to use her to get to Earth, right? Because that's when the Doctor's acting kind of weird. And he's like, you won't like her. She's, you know, whatever he's saying, I don't know. And she's like, I guess we won't kill her, because we, right? Yeah, it's all messed up. Yeah, some of it's not clear as we thought it was. Yeah, I mean, it's still kind of clear, just sort of like it's the details. A little clunky, I guess. Maybe. I like cats on horseback. Talked about that. I like stray cats as vultures, and I imagine the writer is probably surrounded by stray cats in his house or. Or his neighborhood, or, or whatever. I said, "Hey, um, I got a story for this." I like that the master is a cat dude, the kind of dude that would have a bunch of cats in his house, like when he's just living in that dumb tent, like yeah. with all these cats around him, and he's just sort of trying to play with them with the the ball and whatnot. And you're like, "You poor, you poor sad man." And that's just part of the master's mind powers that he's always had. That he's able to control them in that way because no guess. one else is able to. Sure. So it must be that. Yeah. 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 And the animals, right. we talked about the animals being tied to the planet, and when they fight, they trigger the planet's death. Yeah. Really? I mean, we talked, yeah, yeah. I mean, because it's go like... with it. That's part of the planet. I mean, planet, the planet's alive in a way. But if the planet is making them more animalistic and cat-like, and their inclination is to fight... Then is the planet just a suicidal planet? Yeah. Like, is the planet yeah. trying to it's, kill itself? It's a planet that's it's depressed. It's a depressed planet. <laughs> because if it just stopped making people into these animals, they wouldn't be fighting and the, the cataclysmic events wouldn't be triggered. But maybe it also wouldn't be able to survive. So it needs those things, but it needs them to be in balance. I don't know. There's probably a whole backstory. We should go read the novelization. Maybe it makes more sense. Yeah, I just didn't like Midge. He was a dick. Yeah. Yellow Eyes Ace was cool. Uh, I am your sister, Kara. She was cool. I like the the makeup. I thought they did a great job with the whole cat shtick. Yeah. Like the cheetah people or whatever they're called. I thought it didn't look cheesy. I mean, there's a lot of it looks like Troll 2 level. Like even you talk about the opening, like the opening where the guy with the stonewashed jeans and he's washing his car. And then he gets some of that looked very B-movie horror, like whatever. But I felt like they did a really good job on the actual planet of cats. I agree. Except for the small cat. The small cat with the mouth, the teeth and stuff was very, very corny. And I liked the acting of the crying girl whose cat was mauled by a human. Like, whatever, she's got problems. Like, she is not the same. That girl is not going to be okay for a long time yeah well they also call her squeak so she's already doomed yeah she's got she's got some issues and midge with those dumb glasses when he puts his sunglasses on he's got like the the 80s glasses and his dumb teeth and then the motorcycle chicken that's when it gets really weird at the end the motorcycle chicken's kind of crazy right 
just yeah. sort of fall. It falls off. It runs off the rails. I feel like a little bit when we leave Cat Planet. I'm just not sure. I again, I don't understand why the motorcycles exploded like that, and why why the doctor landed so far away but unharmed because <laughs> he happened to land on a sofa. Thank goodness. I don't know. That's that was just weird. Oh yeah, I think I don't sense. know. Are we? Did we finish this one? This one felt like could have been a really good two-parter sure i feel well, like if you just stuck with the cap like i don't think we had to go back to earth for that whole, for all of season or uh episode three right sure yeah i mean that's where that you get the master stuff and it's really the doctor versus the master because everything's sort of wrapped up in the first five minutes and even ace is like well okay we're we're everything's cool and he's like no right. if, you, if you we came back the master came back and he's gonna stick around just because he wants to be a jerk about it yeah and then they go looking for him uh yeah so that's it. Uh, i think we i think we covered it right i mean it's the last appearance it. of all right were you, you have anything else to add about this story? No. Okay. <laughs> I got nothing. So we got a couple I think of, we wrung this towel dry. Yeah, we got a couple of things to do. So we should do talk it. a little bit about the end of Ace. We're not going to see Ace anymore. The end no. of the Doctor. We're not going to see Sylvester McCoy anymore. And the end of well, the Master, because we're not going to... Well, this actor, right? Sort so of. The, the Master's going to regenerate into Eric Roberts. Yeah, well, so, so we're going to see Sylvester McCoy again for a moment because apparently i haven't seen the movie oh, but I apparently he's in the movie he, he is there for a moment to do the regeneration oh, so we do cool. we will get to see McCoy that. regenerate right, well, which then, is cool thanks for spoiling that dan i didn't know that either but you brought this up okay and i think um we do see ainsley his eyes at least as the master takes over someone else's body um and they are apparently cat eyes in the, oh. in the movie, so we'll pay attention for that. They really tied into this uh, kind of subtle here. callback to this. Um, yeah, because so, I, yeah. I went into this, so that that's interesting, and I guess that's why the movie is still considered canon. I have not I right. don't know anything about the movie other than Eric Roberts is in it. I always assumed know, really? that was an American version of Doctor Who where they changed everything and nothing would tie in with the classic. But I'm I mean, wrong. we will see how much of it ties in or not. Uh, we can also we also know that uh, we see the Eighth Doctor again in Modern Who, um, particularly around the... It is one of the little um, shorts that happens be, be, be around the, the time of the War Doctor because mm-hmm. um, um, he makes that choice. So, you know, it it, it is all canon, all hangs together, but it, I'm, I'm looking forward to actually being able to see uh, McCoy get to do a regeneration, um, which is kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, it's cool. I, I uh, in general... But though, no more Ace. Yeah, so. no more Ace. I really liked Ace. I thought Ace was great. Probably one of the top best companions, five companions. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely top five companions of the ones that we've seen. We haven't seen all of them, but for me, certainly up there. Yeah, and speaking of Ace, uh, I never re- like I when when I knew when she left Earth, I was always thinking she was much younger when she left. Oh. I didn't realize she was like it was like two weeks ago. She was only on like Ice Planet for like a week and a half. Like, right. I always thought she was like a little girl or something in her room and she was like oh, 12 no, no, no. and then she got sent. But no, she like uh, when, when we were seeing her friends, they were like literally like, you've been gone two weeks. I was like, I was like, oh, she I didn't realize how old she actually was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean, I, th- I think it's I know you're just 
kind of joking, but it was, I don't think they'd say exactly how long it was, but the doctor does make reference. Ace says, how long has it been since I've been to Perryville? And he says, how long, long you feel or you... right? Something yeah. Like that. As long as you feel it's been, they um, say, I think they do say how long she's been gone and yeah, it's maybe they months do. or it, something. Cause they, yeah, it they, was not very they long. They had a all. missing persons thing and everyone thought she was dead. But that was all, all that disappearance with the cat stuff was much more recent than whenever Ace, uh, and scrayed out of there. But now her parents are alive. Yeah. Right? But she doesn't want to see them. She has no interest in seeing them. She's still mad at them. Why did we... Did you ever figure that out? Because they're mean. I don't know. <laughs> I think she, Because they, they couldn't deal with the fact that she was so wild and uh, precocious and didn't want to obey the rules, I, I guess. Yes, I but I mean, unless they're enough. terrible people, they think she's dead. Right. They're still she looking does. for her if they never found a body. Their whole she life is care. wrecked. And she does yep. not care. Does not care. She'll go hang out the cat people. She's like, let's yeah. just go look at other stuff. So that that was kind of mean. Yeah, maybe they're. Ace is a multi-faceted, uh, flawed character. It's all right. Yeah, but she's good. She's good, and I really do like Sylvester McCoy. Yeah, step above Colin Baker. Sorry, Colin Baker. I would oh, give him a step above, above Peter Capaldi. Oh, not Peter Capaldi. Um, uh, who's before Colin Baker? I'm blanking on Peter Dave- Davison. Davison. Peter Davison. Yeah, I preferred him more than Peter Davison. Yeah, for sure. I would actually put him up there as my favorite, maybe maybe really? behind Tom Baker, but in a lot of cases, just because Tom Baker has so much, there's so much range that it's it's easy to find parts like, oh yeah, this is actually the best Doctor, um, in the classic sense. But you know, you could go back and forth on any of these people forever, and I'm not one of those people that needs to to rank and list everything, even though I already said. Even that, though you write for still. Buzzfeed. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. I think he he was it's just one of much best. much much better than I thought he was going to be. Yeah, these, I had these no, stories were much better than I thought they were going to be. I had very low expectations coming into these last couple of seasons, and uh, I was blown away in uh, in relation to where I thought they would be. So fantastic! Yeah. So next up will be the movie, um, and we'll uh, we'll put some more information on Twitter to let you know what we're planning to do around that. Um, also, uh, just so you know, we are recording this in advance because I'm going to be away. It's going to be in your feed in the regular time as you're listening to this. Uh, but that means we didn't quite get a chance to get your uh, Twitter feedback because uh, we just decided to do this kind of at the last moment beforehand. So if you want to let us know what you thought about survival, uh, please let us uh, write to us as you normally would. Send us an email at the old Doctor Who show at gmail.com or tweet at us, and we'll just read it uh maybe before we do the movie next time right yeah i I put out a tweet i don't think i got any we just did that real quick beforehand we should done yeah we don't have anything i don't think we have any reviews which is sad but we do have two pieces of email oh we do yes we do we do i didn't actually even read them because they were uh about this story so i'm reading for the first time let's see hearing for the first time happens this is from rob uh, the title of the email is For the Survival Episode. Don't read until after watching. Spoilers. Okay. Very good. So we're doing it. Uh, hey, guys. Love the podcast. Dan Thank spoke you. about yeah. Dan spoke about Ace's queerness in Ghost Light, a subject that is uh, really inferred in this episode, even with the writer uh, Rona Murrow stating in interviews that she wrote Ace as a lesbian for the story with her really falling in love with Kara. Hmm. Uh, I didn't see that at all. No. I mean... Nope. They they sort of quickly bond, and she says, yeah. like, I like being here, but there's no... I didn't pick up on much of a connection between the two of them. Right. I saw Ace's excitement with the planet and the way that it was making right. her feel. Maybe you can read some indirect queerness into that, but that... 
If it was there, it was subtle. Um, but that's interesting that that happened. Um, a case could be argued that Ace was the first LGBT companion, something I always feel the show should be more commended for, especially in a quote-unquote kids show in the 80s. Interesting. Um, you have in parentheses here, you don't need to read this bit out, but uh, since I'm already reading, it's I'm going late. to read it out. Here it comes. <laughs> there was a documentary during the 50th anniversary called The Culture Show, You and Me and the Doctor, that touched on the politics of the show. They interview an LGBT activist that talked about how Russell T. Davis, both his work on Queer as Folk, that I... The UK version was so much better than the the US version um, limited series. It was really, really awesome. Anyway, Queer as Folk, a UK gay drama series from the 90s, and his work on Doctor Who and introducing Captain Jack and having him kiss the Doctor really pushed forward the LGBT rights in the UK. It's a fascinating watch. That sounds really cool. Uh, and then Rob finishes by saying, keep up the good work, and I hope you add the web planet to the list. Yeah, there we go. Two. Well, see, see, we keep getting them all over the place. Web planet. Now, I think that's, uh, that's Troughton, right, Patrick, Patrick Troughton? I, I literally have no idea, and I probably won't even know after we watch it. I'll immediately okay. forget it. Um, that is awesome. We have one other email. Uh, this is from uh, JG. It says, hey, guys. Thanks for the, as always, great review of Curse of Fenric. Uh, glad to hear your thoughts. I know it's a small point, and maybe this is well known, but the Nazi room that Millington has to help him quote, think like the enemy, is in fact a real thing from World War II, which the British did. They really did think it would help them get inside the psychology of the Nazis, um, in particular what they would do next. Sure, the uh, even down to the files thing is taking a bit far, but I guess it's stretching the truth for drama, even though it is still based on the truth. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I mean, and that, that, that does not sound odd to me that they would do that. But the, yeah, the I think... From what I remember, what we were For talking us, about, we yes. were goofing on the fact that they said that it was like down to the literally, the, yeah, the files, files inside were in the, the right order or whatever. Yeah. Correction uh, to uh, the web plan I just looked it up is is not Trout, it's William Hardnell. So oh great, I'll go great, do my great. penance. Fantastic. While you're flogging yourself, I'm going to finish <laughs> I reading. I say, like most of the time when we record this, I'm just self-flogging myself. <laughs> Is that not what we're shirtless. doing? It's just my back just full of welts, but if you look, it actually spells out the name Old Doctor Who Show. <laughs> uh, terrific. All right. Oh, sorry. This is great. Well, let's finish it up here. Um they go on to say, uh, "Survival is my favorite McCoy performance the, uh, in the role, bar none." That's interesting. Survival is your favorite McCoy performance. That's interesting. Okay, um, it's absolutely note perfect, and it's also a really nice change of pace to see this doctor forced to think on his feet and react to the situation rather than having everything laid out in advance. That's true. I do like that part that he's kind of putting the pieces together. I don't know how he kind of figures out it's the cats. Like, that seemed a little like a stretch, but that's cool. He's the doctor. He can think of anything. Right. Um, going on to say, it shows his cunning and his ability in a pleasingly different way while still really keeping the drama going. Um, obviously, the motorbike crash is terrible. It is so terrible. Yeah, it, it just, um, and it, it, it as just you pointed out, it just feels like, where is this why? coming from? Why is this part why? in the show? And it's why does it explode? Yeah. So. Yeah. Lastly, they say, um, and it's uh, the best Ainsley Master, and it's the best the Ainsley Master ever is. I know you guys have said uh, you're fans of the Ainsley Master, so I'm hoping you love his performance here. Equal parts bestial desperation and Machiavellian scheming. Uh, This master is always... 
at his best when fighting for survival rather than some abstract plan for world domination. And Ainsley is so, so great at embracing it. I think we agree with that. I know I do. I, yeah, th- he, I think he this was is one of his better this, performances. This, uh, He's always great. I, I like Ainsley. Right. I like him as sort of sad cat guy, too. <laughs> but I, well, I, wanted to, I want to talk a little bit about the part of this being Sylvester McCoy's best performance. Oh. I mentioned him sort of phoning it in, too, and I never clarified some of that. Yeah. Like, there's a couple times where he does like a hat tip or he trips someone, especially during right. that scene where it's just going on forever where he's yelling stop where he I don't know, it just to me it read like he was bored with the thing. Yeah, I mean that that specific part. It was like, "Oh yeah, like, I, I guess my still. character does this thing." I don't yeah. know. That that may be more on me than it on him. It didn't have as much him. I have it as just much felt whimsy tired as and be. a little okay. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, that's that's quite possible. Uh, and then, uh, so that was it from J.G. McQuarrie, um, who is the co-host of Talking Who to You. Yeah, well, um, thank you, and please check out Talking Who to That's the show that discusses who to, who to you. big Finnish audio Doctor Who stories, so that's that's pretty cool. You guys got to check that out, and uh, perhaps when I finally get into listening to some big Finnish stories, um, I will become a huge fan of yours. Um, so thank you guys very, very much. Um, again, if you want to get in touch with us, you can send us an email like these fine folks did at the old Doctor Who Show at gmail.com. You can catch us on Twitter at TODW Show, also on Instagram at the same. And you can catch us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash TODW. That's right. And if you want to send Eric fantastic real life uh, toys and prizes, you can always send that to P.O. Box. Two one eight three, is that right? <laughs> Sounds good. Two no PO box <laughs> PO box two one three one, Red Bank, New Jersey. Everyone knows. Oh seven seven oh one PO box two one three one. And obviously, if you send us multiple things, I I send them to Dan, like uh, the <laughs> wonderful mugs that we got. Yeah. We got yeah. drawings and everything. Anyway, yeah. All, that's all to say. Uh, we love you. We miss you, and we'll see you uh, in a few weeks when we do the movie. Yeah, and we'll. I guess we'll. Po- we'll post. Uh, we'll post <laughs> somewhere where people can join it. Maybe we'll do. We did the YouTube thing, right? Maybe we'll do the YouTube thing again. I think we'll probably end up doing it live show, but we'll figure that all out before we talk to you next time. All right. Cool. Cool. <laughs> Pretty